Welcome back to Wax Wednesdays. Why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? And after our long return, we're sticking to it and doing another episode. Yeah, we don't need to, we don't need the Navy anymore. We can just be pirates now, hey? Yeah, back to being pirates, kicked out of the Navy. <laughs> back to pirate radio. Um, it's been an interesting week. We've gone uh, back to our roots for this one. Yeah, we really have. I think this is, ah, yeah, definitely back to our roots. We're going to uh, Tennessee, there's Memphis. Gonna, there's going to be a couple of throwbacks here. A few familiar faces, familiar names. Sam Cook and the Soul Stirrers, you might have mentioned them way, 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 way back when. Yeah, we got Sam and Dave, we got Otis Redding, we got Carla Thomas. Really going to talk about some old school artists and really that like paved the way for what nowadays is, I guess, contemporary R&B. But everywhere came from somewhere and we can uh, take it back to right to the beginnings of music if we, if we want to. Yeah, well, we can, but I don't think I've got any of that on record. <laughs> That'll be another one. But like, But as we discovered, we have a lot of memphis soul on record yeah so memphis soul for those that don't know is really like southern style soul in america yeah i'd, I'd probably say now after doing a bit more of an intersection because i i don't know about you kids but i tend to buy a lot of soul that most mostly my records on my hit list are soul records i have a fuckload of soul as in the, out of my collection probably the my most bought genre is soul yeah i agree that's probably probably up there with mine as well but like when we talk about soul, it's just like all oh, the legends of the world. Like who doesn't like soul? Like what heartless animal <laughs> yeah. would not yeah. like it? Where are you? Where you do? You, where are you buried? Where do you reside? And stay there <laughs> and let us ch- and listen to the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> you reptile. Um, no, nah, but what I mean by the origins was like how did gospel music come about? I guess like I was reading up on in like the eighteen fifties when African Americans weren't allowed into these white churches. They would create their own churches and create their own sounds and music and rhythms and beats, which was gospel music. And then they kind of went hand in hand with a bit of blues as well and then gave rise to the Southern soul music, which is pretty epic. Yeah, I mean, that's a massive trajectory I could... Yeah, that, I that's, could like, tangent, that's cliff I could, notes. <laughs> I could tangent on and I'm, I'm really uh, trying to reserve myself for, for another episode to deep dive into blues and, and gospel. But um, soul itself is you know it's a backbone of modern day roots and rhythm um you know most of our most popular samples come out of the soul genre well soul came like the things that sampled soul was like after soul there was dance music disco funk electronic hip-hop like everything well a lot of these soul singers transitioned and did disco yeah well they were soul because they were soul and then the sound changed and became like disco became a huge thing and they became massive discos like sam and dave there's some bangers i know that i'd play on a dance floor yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh mate there's stuff i get down to now for sure um but soul's got so many sub subsections of itself as well i mean we've kind of got like ne- now melbourne's doing a massive neo soul scene and uh you know a lot of sort of produced uh nearly you know deep electronic sounds with with rather interesting soul front people oh it's true but the reason why memphis soul was so big they had two massive records that started like stacks records started just producing yeah. all these artists if i could buy one label's discography it'd be stacks really ahead of like motown or anything yeah. like that that's a big call yep all right well there you go i can own i own a lot of stacks and a lot of atlantic yeah like so stacks is what we're really talking about that's like the heart and soul of memphis which is the heart and soul of america a little bit too yeah, it definitely is. Do you know who started Stax? Yeah, of course. Uh, Stax Soul was actually founded in 1957 as Satellite Records, and then they changed it in 1961 um, as a sister label to uh, Vault Records. Um, yeah, that's played on radio stations and created Memphis Soul. 
Yeah, okay. So they signed a majority of these artists that we sort of know and love today as, as but like, like, soul artists. Like we've spoken about before, they defined it. Like it yeah. wasn't there. They just made it. So before that, it was just called gospel, funk and blues. Yeah, exactly. And they came along and was like, all right, well, I guess this is Memphis soul now. <laughs> well, and funny, um, funny to that, because a lot of these, it's kind of important to note that whilst Stacks, um, you know, I guess signed a lot of these artists, let's take Sam and Dave, for example, it was Sam and Dave didn't come with a band. The interesting part about a lot of this music is the backing band was was three men. Oh yeah, so oh yeah, and by the way, the uh, founders were Jim Stewart and his sister Estelle Axton. So it was a, a real family affair. But you were telling me something hilarious before about the "Hold On, I'm Coming" by Sam and Dave song, which I never thought in this way, and I don't know if I will ruin it for others. But tell us the uh, the origins of it. Yeah, apparently the origin of the Sam and Dave song, uh, not written by them, but written by two men. The two of them were spending a rather long time in between a show in the toilet, and one of them called out, hold on, I'm coming. And that was the very pure origins. Of, <laughs> hold <laughs> on, mate, I'm coming. Just give me a second, mate. Yeah. Just give me a second. That was the, that was the origins of that. Um, yeah, but like you were saying before, like the, uh, I think what made Stax Records so good was like it was one studio and they had one equipment set up and the same set of musicians and a small group of songwriters. And that was it. Like it was like a one stop shop, one sound kind of action. Yeah, well, that's that. That's an interesting point. The one stop shop, one kind of sound. Um, to to kind of note that that statement. The reason you could nearly point, uh, I guess, I'm not. I don't want to say all, all soul Memphis soul sounds the same. However, the rhythm backbone of Stax Records was Steve Cropper and and Donald Duck Dunn and uh, Willie Hall on drums. So. They um, wrote a lot of the licks, um, popular bass lines. Definitely Steve Cropper on guitar features everywhere behind people like Sam and Dave, um, Book T and the MGs, the MGs being Donald Duck Dunn and Steve Cropper. Um, and they're kind of everywhere through that through that era. As um, Never sort of obviously fronting their own bands, but definitely playing as, as pretty serious session musicians. Um, and if you ever sort of... You might recognise them from a very popular cult film the blues brothers they are in that band they, they're part of the blues band behind the blues brothers that's where i first came across them yeah so the, the thing i think about memphis soul was when i really think about it is how political it was and charged it was like it was a folk town town but they were all sound up with such civil rights and um gender equality and uh memphis was uh the place where martin luther king was assassinated um, for his civil rights movement. So there was a lot going on. This is all going on in the 60s and the rise of the 60s. And if you haven't listened to our Woodstock one and we talk about the rise of the 60s and what it meant for music and America at the time and in terms of the political system, and uh, you go back and, and listen to that one. But mm. yeah, it was a really important time in America. And really, I think a lot of people look to nowadays as still the cult heroes and um, inspirations of modern day uh, movements. Yeah, exactly. And that's an important piece to note i mean i can talk for a while on kind of the cult figures uh well cult figures probably aren't uh, isn't the correct term however the the prominent figures in in the civil rights movement back in that era particularly in african-american music um and some of their songs interestingly released after their death became covered um by current artist aretha um and i'll play it for you for you later she covers sam cook's change gonna come that was covered pretty prolifically by a lot of african-american artists as it became a bit of an anthem um released after his death uh sam sam cook's death was a bit of a mysterious one as well but um as far as circumstance he was shot and killed uh in a roadside hotel 
but he was also speaking alongside Martin Luther King at the time for civil rights. Yeah, so this is like 1965 to 1970. Oh, really? But um, I think the actual year is 1967 in this case. Another artist I'll play for you as well, um, a pretty prolific figure in the Memphis soul. Uh, and I, I res- even though uh, the reason for her quitting music was, was due to sort of, I guess, content of sense with life, she said, I'm happy and I have a child. Knowing stardom would take me away from what I was actually really like, it didn't bother me to, that much to give it up. And Peebles gave up uh, her musical career just as disco was rolling in. So really, there you go. she's the purity of Memphis soul. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, like there's a lot to go into, but I think when we play these records, I actually listen to what they're saying. I think like it's one of those songs that's not just about the music. It's also just the words behind the music too. Yeah, exactly. Um, most, uh, oh, not most, but quite a lot of these songs are also beautiful sort of stirring um, love songs as well. Al Green's kind of the, the king of of uh, heartache and heartbreak. Yeah, like... It's synonymous. Like, we can go on about forever. Like, even, like, in 2016, like, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, when they were running the country at the time, had a event in the White House called Memphis Soul. Really? Yeah. Who played? Invited Stax artists like Booker T, Jones, Steve Copper, Eddie Floyd, and Sam Moore. Um, yeah. Eddie Pretty Floyd much. actually wrote one of my favorite soul songs to then be covered by my favorite blues artist, Knock On, <laughs> Knock on Wood. Um and that's uh, I'm trying to think of the lick now. You better knock on wood, and then the sax lick. Knock, is knock, yeah, on wood. Yeah. Um, Buddy Guy plays a version of that on his record. This is Buddy Guy, and it's fantastic. It's an absolute heater. It's just one of those genres that even if you don't know what Memphis Soul is or whatever, you'll still know the records. Like they're that synonymous in like yeah, they really are. Media, still. they really are. I mean, we're not, we're um we're gonna play you some pretty big songs however they're also um they're often pretty hard to find i mean some demos uh some songs off artists breakout albums so hopefully yeah we are talking 60 years ago yeah exactly like hopefully, these aren't hopefully, they're, yeah. Like, like hopefully they're new takes on classics that you know yeah so uh we'll see you next week we'll continue this journey i think we'll uh go to other cities over the world other sounds and yeah a few more subsections of of our favorite genres yeah um, to be honest after doing this podcast, I think I'm going to go out and buy more Memphis Soul. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, I was just, we're talking about all these artists and we're digging before and I was like, I, like, I got quite a bit of it, but I would love so much more. Yeah, and it's funny. It's like stuff I've sort of be like, oh yeah, I could always, you know, oh, I want that record, but I want this other one more. And, you know, like I've walked past so many Otis Reddings and, uh, you know, Marvin Gaye albums and Al Green, but I think I will be buying them next time I see them on the shelf. Ah, oh, for sure. Some Dusty Springfields. Like, we can we can just list them all. So, can you recommend any albums to buy, Gids, if you're out there looking for some Memphis Soul? If you don't have a Sam and Dave, an Otis Redding, a Carla Thomas, and Aretha Franklin, then what, I don't know, what what, what is your collection even? Oh, uh, exactly. I mean, if you, to get a Sam and Dave, I'd say probably a must own by Sam and Dave would be their album, Hold On, I'm Coming. Um, Aretha Franklin's breakout album, I've Never Loved a Man Away, I Love You, is superb. I mean, it's got, it's got her hit track, Respect, first recorded by Otis Redding, um, and then made made popular seven years later when Aretha put that big horn section to it and her big noise. Yeah, so go out, buy your wax, uh, and yeah, keep pirating. Exactly. Keep the ship afloat. Uh, I'll see you next week. Bye. I can't stand the rain against my window. 
bringing back sweet memories. Hey, window pane, do you remember how sweet it used to be? When we was together, everything was so great.
Somehow, right now 
Talking about my girl 